0: It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Richard Kuth and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. Hey, um, so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a couple things. One, um, we're going to talk about uh, Castle Rock.
0: Castle Rock. Yes just wrapped up its first season.
1: Just wrapped up. It was 10 episodes.
0: Yeah, 10 episodes.
1: Um, The whole thing's on Hulu um, for you to check out. Uh, It came out like every Wednesday. Um, And Castle Rock, those of you who don't know, Castle Rock is is a fictional town that appears in uh, Stephen King novels, a lot of them, like Needful Things, um, The Dark Half. Uh, There's so many different novels where... Uh, this town appears, and oh, and the Shawshank Redemption is another one. Green mm-hmm. Mile, um, the Shawshank prison uh, is in Castle Rock. Um, so, what's crazy about this show is just if you're if you don't if you've never read a Stephen King book, okay, you can still enjoy this 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 series and really really love it. It's fantastic. So, uh, but if you also, if you've read a ton of Stephen King, like me, um, you're seeing all kinds of like little things being dropped all through the thing and, and just one after another, you know, like all these different things. So Richard, what do you think? Uh,
0: Well, well, first of all, we've talked about this before. I've I really love it. I love all the little references and things Mm -hmm. like that, but, um, do we want to do we want to get into some spoilers here? Um, I guess we can a little. Bit. Okay, we can well, be I wanna, a little spoiler. Okay, let me just say the ending. I'm still trying to decide whether I like <laughs> the ending or not. It was a bit anticlimactic. It was very ambiguous. Maybe um,
1: maybe I can shed some light on the ending because I felt the ending was uh, appropriate and I thought it was really good. Well,
0: that's why I'm trying to decide what whether I like it or not because <laughs> I I understand it. It's kind of like. Well, we'll leave it up to you to decide. And yeah. it's like, well, we're starting the whole cycle over here. This right. is just where we started again. It's starting the whole cycle over. Yeah. And I, get, I understand that, what they're going for. But at the same time, I'm like, I would have liked a little more than that.
1: Okay. Um, well, um, here's the thing. If you if you go back to one of our episodes where we talked about um, the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Dark Tower series, which is one of Stephen King's longest-running uh, series of books. I mean, he's written and a series of books. He doesn't really write series. He writes standalone novels. Um, but all his books tend to kind of blend together as far as the lore. They all kind of go together. You know, they, um, like there's a shot in, um, in this film in, in one of the, I think it's the next to the last episode where little boy gets off the off the bus, yeah, it's and he gets Henry off the D, bus in son. Jerusalem Lot, yeah, you know, or- which is from Salem's mm-hmm. Lot, okay, mm-hmm. which is another Stephen King book. Well, um, the thing is, if you know anything about the Gunslinger and about all that, is that that is like a parallel, uh, what's called a junction universe for all the other universes to to connect together. So there are parallel universes within Stephen King's lore where um, lots of things happen in these other parallel universes. Um, and it's believed that Castle Rock, uh, it, it, it exists in several different universes, right? Mm-hmm. And that um, the world of the gunslinger, the wasteland, is the connecting um, dimension where all these other dimensions are connected. And all these other realities are connected. So the and and whenever that happened, when it ha, what what happens in the in the series with uh, uh, Dever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, where one guy is Sarsgaard's name is Dever, and so is uh, the other guy. What's the guy's name? Plays, uh, the place, other guy, the main character in the film.
0: Oh. In the
1: Oh, Bill Sarsgaard? Well, there's Bill Sarsgaard, and then there's the other guy, the, the, the African-American guy. What's his name?
0: Henry Deaver?
1: Yeah, well, Henry Deaver, but it's the actor. Henry
0: oh, Dever. Andre Holland. Yeah, Andre, Andre Al- Holland. See, Andre yeah.
1: Holland and and Bill Sarsgaard both are Henry Deaver.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. Here's the whole thing. <laughs> maybe. It's kind of at the end there. It, I mean, in the last episode, it kind of appears like maybe that wasn't actually true. Like was the narrator in the penultimate episode, was the narrator really reliable? Were we Or, yeah. were, or were, we, were, we, were we being shown what we were supposed to be, what he wanted us to be shown? Cause, right. So that was all him telling that whole story in that episode. and so, Okay. But at the very end, you see him, and, okay, I'm just going to split it. He's in the cage again. And <laughs> you see, just at the very last minute, he gives, like, this smirk. Yeah. This smile, this little smirk. Right. So, was, so I, you have to question, was the narrator reliable? Right. In the previous episode? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. What I loved about this, though, it was kind of ambiguous. Yeah. So, you're, you're going to be, mm-hmm. people are going to be, and that, and it's good to do that for a series, especially mm-hmm. first season, because it leaves everybody thinking, like, thinking about it. Like, you're thinking about this and, you're going to be thinking about this last episode for a long time after you finish watching it and you'll go back and watch it again. Cause I did, I watched it a second time because I was looking for stuff and, and, uh, I noticed some things that were kind of off, you know, um, you know, and some things that seemed to be like we're shifting between universes. Um, and, uh, you know, Sissy Space's character, Sissy Spacek's character in the, in the series. Um, you should pay close attention. To, I don't want to spoil too much. I want you to mm-hmm. discover this. Go back and watch Sissy Spacek's character and something she says on the bridge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She says something about um, how you're here. The you're here again. You're the. This is the time that you say that. And it kind of reminds me of that uh, time shifting character that was in uh, Men in Black Three, mm-hmm. where he's like, "This is the time that this happens. Oh, this is the time that that happens." And it's like she's been there before. And suddenly, she's able to remember like all the different times that this has happened mm-hmm. over and over again. Maybe they're in some kind of time loop or something, or the, or uh, I don't really know. But it that that why would they put that in there if there isn't some kind of thing that's going to probably appear in the, in season two? Uh, so I, don't,
0: I don't know. Um. So speaking <laughs> of you are talking about um man and or uh the dark tower so mm-hmm. there is a there is a rumor floating around that, or a theory i would say a theory is what i meant to say that that the kid is uh uh the man in black or Rand- Randall Flagg is the same guy isn't it Randall Flagg is the man in black, right? No,
1: no. Randall Flagg, yeah, Randall Flagg is the man in black. Yeah. Uh, He also appears in The Stand. In The Stand, that's what I'm saying.
0: Mm -hmm. He's the same guy, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just making sure I got that right. But anyways, yeah, that's what, there's a theory going around that maybe that's him.
1: Huh. Uh, Yeah, I can see that.
0: Okay, so, now, this is saying, they're saying this is an anthology, and supposedly next season is, I mean, they've said this, it's going to be a new story with Uh new characters, Uh So, but you have to wonder um, how much, how much some of the stuff from this uh, season is going to follow through into the next season. This being well, an anthology. after
1: seeing what happened at the very, very end of it with what's her name. Uh,
0: uh, f- Jackie Torrance yeah, Jackie
1: Torrance she's talking about going going out, to the
0: Overlook, hotel. To the overlook so,
1: hotel so who knows they might so the next season I'm wondering might get the overlook
0: that's what I'm saying I'm wondering if I'm wondering how much of this is actually going to follow because this is an anthology how much of this seasons going to link in the next one well, I know
1: it's called Castle Rock but I wonder if all of it takes place in Castle Rock because that that would be weird to have like a Castle Rock show that takes place in like you know the well, overlook it's su- it's
0: supposed to be Castle. I believe it's going to be in Castle Rock. Okay. But I, I I'm kind of like I I'm not sure if that's going to actually go anywhere. I feel it was just kind of like a little fun thing. It's like oh, she's going to Overlook Hotel. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think they dropped that because that's probably going to happen. Something like that's going to happen in the second season. We're going to see some more of her. So. Uh, and that should be kind of interesting. It's funny how she talks about the axe going into the guy's head. It was so easy. Oh, yeah. And it was got, pretty crazy. Well, I thought that... <laughs> it was I, so easy. Yeah, easy she just, do. like,
0: dude, she just axed a guy. That was pretty yeah, funny. she did. Um,
1: um, buried an axe right in his head.
0: She's
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so nonchalant about it. Just but
0: like, oh. I, I honestly... Okay, so... I, I'm hoping some of these threads will pick – will carry through to Mm -hmm. the next season because I I still – I'm just so – I understand what they are doing with the ending, but I'm just still trying to decide whether I like it or not because I just want more answers than that. Yeah. I don't – I don't don't really like – most of the time I just do not like things being left up in the air. I don't like the ambiguous endings of some things like that. Well,
1: perhaps we'll get some answers in season two. Perhaps we will because – you know, Breaking Bad was like that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it would like drop off at the end, and you're like, what? what? It leave you in the lurch, and you're like, well,
0: what about that? What in the world? Why are we
1: good? And then you had to wait till season two
0: for it to come together. Yeah, but 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 Breaking Bad wasn't an anthology, so <laughs> <laughs> that's True. what I'm wondering about. It, it's we don't know anything about season two right now, except that all they've said is that. This is going to be new, new, all new characters, all new story. Okay, okay. So that's all we know right now. Cool. It'll probably be out next year. That's usually mm-hmm. about the times it takes between seasons. So. Right.
1: Okay. All right. So movie of the week. Movie
0: of the week. Battle Beyond the Stars.
1: 1980.
0: 1980. Starring John Boy. Uh, from the Walton's. Oh, is John that boy what, from the Waltons? Oh yeah, he was a or Richard Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was John I, boy from I've the Waltons. never seen him in anything except it. Oh, so, yeah, he yeah. was he was yeah, in the he was, was also movie. in it,
1: but he was very famous at the time in 1980s. He was very famous for being on uh, on on the Waltons, which okay. for for him to do a movie like this is a real departure from his normal character he usually played. Mm-hmm. Um so this, was,
0: this was executive produced by Roger Corman, by which, the way. Which
1: yeah, it shows. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> it, it feels like a Corman film. And not only that, it kind of robs from a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, Star Wars was really popular at the time.
0: But there is like a lot of Star Wars rip-offs at that time. That, uh, this, around I would the I would categorize
1: 80s. this as a somewhat of a Star Wars ripoff yeah. because every time they show the the villain's ship. The music sounds very close. It's like the two the two notes of uh, Imperial March from Star Wars. It's oh, like yeah. very close to that. It doesn't have the quite, quite the melodic uh, sound, but it's it's like boh boh, you know, and it's the same thing. Um, let's talk about the shape of the ship for just a second.
0: Uh, because do it's, we have to?
1: Well, it's it's pretty weird looking. I'm just gonna say that. Just take a look at the ship from Battle Beyond the Stars and you tell me what it looks like because I'm not going to say yeah. it because it's gr- It's just like, what in the world? Why would they do? It's it, weird looking. It is.
0: It looks like okay, a I'll head say with Okay, so <laughs> I'll just say it is, it looks of the female form. That's
1: yes. what I will say. Yes, it does. Okay, that, we'll just leave no it there. No more details than that. We'll leave it there. This is a um, clean show. Um, so the other bit is that the the laser beams sound really, really strange. Yeah. Like, they're like, it's like so strange like a disco mm-hmm. thing i'm not really sure uh, so we've got um john boy he's about to go off to st- his his planet gets threatened by some uh some guy with a horrible birth yeah
0: birth. and apparent yeah <laughs> by, played by john saxon you know who's who does most the genre movies john um,
1: saxon just was not enough of a villain for me just, yeah. He even just so good looking and all of his henchmen everybody why is it that he looks like that and then every one of his same species i guess all have that weird split in their forehead
0: i i don't know i don't know (laughs) but but um yeah there's a was like anyways yeah apparently they're like this peace loving uh race and they've got some kind of i don't remember what they said it was called some kind of code that they the code of varda Code of Varda, yeah, that they live mm-hmm. by, and they're not supposed to like fight or anything, so they don't have any weapons or anything, so they're completely <laughs> defenseless. So
1: except they have this cool ship lying around. Cool
0: ship lying around. Because
1: maybe once in their that, past they were they were really violent people.
0: And here's another kind of uh Star Wars type rip off <laughs> thing: is like, well, it's a piece of junk, but I can fly it.
1: Yeah, and you're too young. Hmm. You're a kid. What do you're you know? You're too young. Yeah. Yeah. He's,
0: yeah, he, he's like. He's like, I can do it. And he's like, you, you're just a kid. And,
1: they go, and then, so they, they go, he goes out looking for, for for mercenaries.
0: Mercenaries, yeah.
1: And he finds like a whole bunch of weird characters, yeah, like strange by Ro- aliens.
0: It's like he finds this mercenary uh, played by uh, Robert Vaughn. Uh-huh. Who's like, he's like super rich and he's like sitting in the middle of a dead planet. And, uh, <laughs> and there's he's like, like nobody why left. Why are
1: you, why are you, he says, uh, he says, your money, your money's not good. Oh, no, no, your money's good. He's going to have to, that's the only, like, isn't that the only one he pays? The rest of them are like, like the. Well, the, the he, clone said, he said, he said, well, we
0: don't have anything and stuff. He's like, we don't have anything to offer you. And he's like, uh, he's like, all we can offer you is is a mill and, and a place to hide um, and shelter. And he says, yeah. all I need is a mill and sh- a and sh- place to and hide because, yeah. because all these other people want me dead. <laughs> but then there's him, and then there's George Papard. Oh,
1: yeah. Who's he's like a only, weapon
0: smuggler. Yeah,
1: he's actually from Earth.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. from Earth, but he's like a... He thinks he, he he likes to dress up and act like a cowboy because yep. he like watches all these old westerns on his <laughs> ship apparently, um. So he he just like smokes and yeah, oh, a cigar he's got, again. Yes, yeah, cigar. Yep. Yeah, but no, he just smokes cigarettes.
1: He does. Yeah, because he he's a
0: cow because he's a cowboy. Oh,
1: gotcha. And,
0: but then he's got like this little belt on him, and it's got like scotch and soda in his belt that he can like dispense it from his belt. <laughs>
1: uh, it's hilarious.
0: Into a glass.
1: There's like a lizard dude. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I,
0: yeah, that dude. It, the makeup, okay, so the makeup in this is so bad. Yeah, it he, is really bad. This lizard guy, he's uh, <laughs> apparently poked. Procures things or whatever, and he's like the last of his race, and
1: yeah, and he eats people. But
0: but like the makeup is so bad, like he his mouth barely moves. Yeah. Um,
1: there's these couple of little tiny midget twins that have huge yeah, heads, and they communicate through heat.
0: They okay, communicate through heat. <laughs> and then they've got these things called the net, this one called Nestor, and it's like a hive mind of creatures. And they look so awful. They're wearing, they're like these white, pe- these white creatures, and they have like telekinesis or something. They can yeah. control minds. And they have a third eye painted That's on what their I was going to say. They have the third eye painted really poorly on their forehead, <laughs> and they wear like these really obvious bald caps. <laughs> And, um,
1: and what's crazy about them is the reason that they go and help him fight is because they're just bored,
0: yeah, they said they're bored, <laughs> they're just bored, and that's it's like why how they're much gonna money go... do
1: you need to help help us fight this battle and and they're like, well, we're just gonna do it because we're bored, yeah, <laughs> so
0: we're afraid of your I believe your phrase is bored becoming bored to death, yeah right is what they said. Um. Then there's a. Okay, let me see what else I got. Oh, he. The first guy he goes is like some <laughs> old scientist that used to live on their planet, and it turns out he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> trap. Uh, what's his name? Shad. That's his name.
1: Shad. Shad. That's our the, hero's name. Yeah. That's Shad.
0: Shad. On the ship and make him have it's named after
1: a baby. Make bass. him
0: have uh, a. <laughs> make him breed with his daughter. So there's other people oh, on do you ship. remember
1: the line that he that, that he says to her to try to get her to come with him? It's "You know about computers. You could help us fight this battle."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> You're so the a nerd. whole deal is come like, with us. He's like, "Yeah, the whole thing is like her father is like half android now and all they have on their ship is androids and she just tends to androids for right. some reason." Once,
1: um once you once you've breathed with him We'll have happy voices around here. That's again. what Little he said. It's so around. weird.
0: He's like, Don't you think she should have a say in this? <laughs> and he's like and he's and the guy is so gross. He's like, Prepare the prepare the bed and the fresh loincloths. And it's like, Oh my god.
1: Loin, let linen. linen. loincloths.
0: Oh, not loincloths. Linen, yeah, yeah, not the loincloth. <laughs> I meant linen. Uh,
1: but it's it's And it's
0: there hilarious. is like other stuff in this that's like really focused on People having sex for some reason—it's really yeah, weird. It's why strange. they're folks. there is like this whole wedding ceremony. Is like this union has been pre-approved for for procreation. I was
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the that's when the the scout ship or whatever from the evil guys is supposed to watch the planet. Like, oh sure yes, happens. They like go down and beam up a girl.
0: Yeah, and. <laughs> It, and yes, her. Let's yeah, get her. Yeah, and it's it suggested that awful things happened to her in a back room. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but there's that. Uh, let's see here. What else do I got on here? Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It was just horrible lines like the the woman from her dot da- the daughter from the hospital uh, later uh, the oh Aunt spaceship whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, does your does your species have kissing? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes, we have that. And he like, <laughs> like, goes, like, all over her face and was like, he's like getting on her nose and all this stuff. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, uh, it's really,
1: it's really uncomfortable and cringy. So there's this other bit in there, this other character in there we forgot about to talk about is the uh, Valkyrie chicks.
0: Oh, yeah. She's yeah, like it's a this little
1: Valkyrie chick. It flies around this tiny little ship, right? Uh-huh. And she's like laying back in it, like, really strangely, like she's in a recliner. She's wearing, like, this weird, like, Valkyrie bikini thing. Yeah. And uh, she's, like, when they first meet her, she's, like, flying around his ship, like, really annoyingly and firing just light at him, and it's not really doing anything. And then she's, like, good battle. (laughs) And then she goes, and I'll also point out, there is an absolutely way too much just uncomfortable screaming in this movie. Like, whenever that little Valkyrie chick, like, flies toward the ship and, like, tries to kill (sighs) He screams like, Aah! It's really cringy no. and uncomfortable. And then there's the guy who like can't get the the the, the evil guy who can't get the uh, uh, laser to fire or something. So he just goes, "Fire!" It's like, and then there's the lizard dude when he flies at the ship to destroy himself. Oh yeah, he just he goes, screams uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: he goes, he goes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> It is really cringy. This movie made me cringe than more than many movies that I've watched for this podcast. Just uh, I like say. the
0: ends where like John Saxon, his like character is gonna die and he's he's like, That's impossible. I'm going to live forever. I will live forever
1: <laughs> and yeah. he's like It's it is it's full chock full of cheesy lines. You you
0: Oh you I like the bars is like we're gonna destroy him and everybody on the ship goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was awkward. You know, the the whole thing, uh, the guys, and then and, and the big evil guys. shit. Okay, first of all, I, let me talk about, for a second, I want to talk about the fact that the villain in this, like, borrows body parts from people whenever he doesn't get, the, oh, get his right. weight. Uh, if they disobey him, he, like, cuts her an arm off or something yeah, and he, then puts it on himself. He
0: got a part from one of the nesters, not, <laughs> from the nester thing, Alien things yeah. on him, and it was just like it was just like some white clay molded around his hand. That they just it was like it was like just like putty or something around the guy's hand, <laughs> around John Saxon's hand. It was and then it bad, attacks him. yeah. It attacks him. They, they tried to get him to slit his throat with their hive mind.
1: Um, <laughs> oh man, so Battle Beyond the Stars, you know, go check it out. You can actually watch the whole thing on YouTube.
0: Oh yeah. I found it's, it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. okay. It's on yeah. Amazon too. It's Amazon, on Amazon
1: Prime. Prime. That's, That's where I watched it. it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Go watch John Boy fly around in a ship. It's, it just looks inappropriate. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Well, till next time, I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Keys.